another NY Jets Fans Podcast with hosts Davin Sharman and Chris as we get into another week of football. Uh crazy trade deadline. Uh let's let's just start <laughs> off with the Jets because we already know <clears throat> that there was a lot of hot 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 topics. Um You mean drama? Yeah, drama <laughs> and topics. But, uh, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Uh we go. We gonna start off with Leonard Williams. He got traded for a third round pick and a sixth round pick. Um, pick. Um, how? How? I think it was a fifth. It's the fifth, and if he resigns with the Giants, it becomes a fourth. Could be a round. fourth. Yeah. So it's a third, and could be a fourth pick. And yeah. that's for the twenty twenty one. Yeah, that fourth is for the twenty uh, right. fifth or fourth is twenty twenty one. Yes. So so how so how uh do you think it was a good trade and and if so. Do you, uh, if if so, um, do you think he could have could Joe Douglas gotten more or or now? I, I think that's about what they could get because I think that's what um, they were aiming for the same thing that uh, the Rams got for Fowler last year, or that they traded for to get Fowler from Jacksonville. Right. Yeah, that was, um, was what the rumor was going on around. It was a three and a five. So yes. Um, uh, they want. They basically said, "All right, you know that was like what they were gauging what uh, they should get for Leonard Williams." And um, I thought it was listen to get a three and a possible four out of it makes sense for the Jets. I don't understand it from the Giants' point of view. <laughs> I don't get that at all. I mean, are they a nose tack? You know, are they a tackle away from from making it to the playoffs this year? You know, I don't think he's going to make that big of an impact, even if he plays really well. So um, I, I don't understand it at all from the Giants' point of view. Maybe you guys can figure it out, but I don't understand it from their point of view. It is it is kind of odd on the Giants' point of view, but that, that was a brilliant move by Joe Douglas uh, because all, if we lost Leonard Williams, we would have gotten a lower comp- compensatory pick than he got in the trade with the Giants. So that was a brilliant move on his part. Um, on the Giants' side of the deep, I'm – I know they have Dexter Lawrence. Uh, he's an inside guy. And the other guys they have are mostly inside guys. They don't have any edge guys per se. But uh, I know every. I know on the surface of it, it looks like it's kind of weird. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to uh, err on the side of uh, the, G, the Giants GM here uh, and think that he might have a plan in place here, you know. I think I think a bunch of people were doubting him when he picked his quarterback, and everybody, including me, doubted his quarterback. and And the kid has shown that he has the makings of a, a at least an a, a, above average uh, NFL starter at some point in his career. So, um, so I would I would stay away from doubting him on this, um, especially he has a history with uh, with D line with D-line guys and how he loves them uh, dating back to his days in Carolina. So I will, I will err on the side of the Giants GM on this one, even if I can't see it now. <laughs> Can I ask and you a question? I, I will stay with All that. Right. Does, um, do, do the Giants gain a pick if they lose him? No. Like if they don't sign him, do they get a pick anyway back or no? No. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't I even say comment no. on that. I know in base, I know in baseball, mm. if you trade for a guy midseason and he leaves free agency, you keep, you know you don't gain a pick. I don't so, know if 
yeah, I, I think I don't think it doesn't sound right to me that they would. I think you have to have the person in house on from a certain mm -hmm. point in the season for a certain amount of time. But again, like I said, doesn't like I I I really don't need. I don't think I should comment because I really don't know too much about that. Yeah, I wasn't sure, and I didn't I, I didn't see anything on the you know in, in the you know in the articles I was reading if he was gonna if the Giants were gonna were gonna gain a pick if they do lose him. But if uh, we if we had lost him, we would have gotten a fourth, right? Something like that. So yeah. even if it's even if it was a fourth, I think we still did better because we of got course. two picks, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Either way, we're getting two picks. So I, I think it was I think it was as good as as good as you're gonna get for him at this point. I just wanna I just wanna say one thing uh, before we go, get off this topic. I think uh, I think Chris and I had had this conversation before on this podcast where uh, Chris uh, deemed uh, him a bust, and I wanna say that again that I'm I I don't think he's a bust. I think I think he was picked in a in a in a spot where he should show more of an impact. He should be more of an impact player, but he hasn't shown that. That doesn't mean that he's a bust. He is still a very high caliber defensive tackle. He, 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 you could probably say he's probably a later first round pick player kind of caliber. That's how he plays now. But, uh, but, but he still could take up, you as a defensive, as an offensive, uh, offensive coordinator, if you're going against him, and you're gonna not put two hand, four hands on him, he's gonna cause you issues. So I, so I still think he's he's a good enough player that he will be an asset asset to the Giants. Uh, um, as as we Jets fans, I know he was a disappointment for us, but I don't think he's a bust. He's still too much of a younger a young player. The only reason why I consider him not a full bust, because like you said, he's still a decent player. I'm not saying he's horrible. He's not, you know, Pryor or some of the other players we've had. But um, <laughs> I think for the position he was drafted, you know, you expect a lot better player at, what is it, number six he was picked? Or yeah, yeah. Six pick overall, you know, you're expecting a lot better player. Oh, but, yeah. Um, no, but, he's not, but he's not horrible because he did have a really good rookie year as well. Yeah. Um, so and and like you said, you never know. From going from now, maybe changing teams, maybe he will blossom. Maybe he will finally start hitting his potential. Yeah. You never know. Uh, again, the what he's grown to be, in my opinion, in the in in the NFL is, and probably the reason why you don't see a lot of sacks is that he just eats up blocks. He's been very good at eating up blocks and taking attention on himself. Uh, um, and taking attention away from other players, he's been very good at doing that. But but being able to shoot gaps is pro is probably one of his one of the issues that he's had because uh, I I don't I don't know if I could say that he's never been asked to do that because do, within the scheme sometimes you're asked to eat up blocks and sometimes uh, on the on the um, on the, our previous DC uh, he he sometimes he was asked to shoot caps and sometimes he was asked to eat double teams and it was it looks like it was the same thing on the williams uh so i don't know mm, yeah, uh, i'll leave miles playing it simple for this one um you can't get more of a greater value for uh, for, uh leonard williams as as joe douglas did it's a good job about joe douglas yep agreed 
expect expect wish. expect more moves to be made in the off season. Um, very busy off season. It's going to be very busy for the for the Jets. Um, <laughs> Joe Douglas be. didn't. Yeah, I mean, Joe <laughs> Douglas didn't have a full a full off season. Like he just came back and a whole bunch of dirt just piled up on him. So now he has to get a shovel and and dig it out. You know, so um, great gonna, analogy, I'm, there, I'm uh, gonna, Devin. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that alone. But it's a start. It's it's um not it's not much, but it's a start. Yes. I'm gonna leave it like that. Um, as I as I as I take a sip of this drink, um, let's talk about <laughs> Jamal Adams. Uh, yeah. So, long story short, Jamal Adams uh, was a was a very hot name. Um, Cowboys and Ravens was uh, basically like on the market to try to get Jamal Adams. Um, uh, he wasn't uh, basically they Daryl Douglas was listening. Um, didn't shop him. Um, Jamal Adams was very pissed off. Uh, handled handled things very uh, immature, immaturely. I'm, I'm going to call it. So, um, how is this going to play out for the rest of the season? And and y'all and and even though it's early, uh, what's going to be a prediction for Jamal Adams' future with the Jets? I'm going to say I just want to say this. Uh, I think uh, initially, um, I think I was kind of uh, like Adams and kind of hot under the collar when I when I only got a, a snippet of information and uh, and if I I felt like they were shopping him at first and I didn't have all the information so I did remember texting you guys and said you know what if they're gonna throw if they're gonna um, trade him away I I it would I would be really mad. Uh, but watch, just studying the situation and actually listening to a lot of uh, football minds uh, talk a lot in depth about everything that's going on with the Jets and with Jamal Adams made me rethink this on, on multiple levels. There's a, a multitude of things going on here. I think, I think number one, you have to understand uh, Jamal Adams is a young man. Uh, he's very good at what he does, and I don't think he's ever been—I uh, don't think he's ever been in a situation where he's felt like any nobody wanted him around because he was so talented, you know. And for the first time, he was faced with the possibility of somebody saying to him, "Yeah, you're good, but I think we need this more than we need you," and I think that hurt his ego, and I think it hurt him personally. Yes, uh, as a football player, as a pro, as a professional football player, there is no space in, there's no place for that kind of feeling. Uh, you have to understand this is a business first and, and you have to try to, yes, have a relationship with your coaches and your GM and, understand, and have that kind of a family feeling to it. But you have to understand it's more about what the organization can do for themselves than they could do for you, per se. If no matter who you are in the NFL, if they could find value matching or exceeding what you are valued in that team, they will trade you or at least listen to what the other team is willing to give up. And he wrongly stated that 
nobody um, that they never spoke about trading Tom Brady. That is very wrong. Aaron Donald. People have said it about that before. Yes, and even Aaron Donald too. There's had listen if if you're on an NFL team, no matter how good you are, somebody has had a conversation about moving. Because most of the players that are very good on a team, they're on teams that they're so good that they stick out. And there's probably places on that team where they're so weak that they might be able to get a replacement for you that is going to be a little above average plus fill in the holes that they have. It's a better value for them to do something like that than to just keep you around. Uh, Herschel Walker was (laughs) traded away. And at the time, Herschel Walker was a beast. That was something everybody was talking like, something that probably would have never happened. But look at what, it, what happened. It was that a smart trade. move in the long run <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. It changed, all, it changed right. them. <laughs> exactly. It, gets, so, it gave them that run in the 90s and all those Super Bowls. Exactly. That one trade. So you can't have that attitude. If you're a, history, if you're a football historian, if you love football, um, you should know that these it's more of a team game and it's not about just one guy. And I attribute a lot of this emotion and behavior to a young man, like, um, like uh, Bell said, that might, he might have felt the same way if he had just gotten to the, to the Steelers and the Steelers did, that, did the same thing. Because and they make you feel like family. They right. make you but feel you know what? like I bet you Pittsburgh got calls about Le'Veon Bell the first couple of years. Exactly. <laughs> so that's just it just happens. It's same, like you said, it's, it's a went, business. Same went with Tom Brady when um when they forgot uh Garoppolo was about yes. to take his job at one point in time. And yeah. Tom Brady hurried up and made that <laughs> made them trade trade him because they thought Brady wasn't wasn't right. he knew it. The same he knew person this, that they he were was this guy. Exactly. He so knew, he knew how good they were. You know, replaceable at this at this point. Anybody is replaceable at any time and any day. <clears throat> especially right. especially on a team that's one in six that needs yeah. to get as many draft picks oh as possible God. for next year. So and you don't have some, corners. You right. don't have corners. You don't have your offensive line done. Come on, man! You're struggling. Think you about don't it. have no linebackers. Everybody's injured. He also think plays about what you could get if you have a player like in. The kind of thing, the the kind of value you could get back to fill in all these holes if you could move a player like him of his caliber. Plus, and that's why they had the GM didn't have a choice but to listen. Plus, he plays a position that is not doesn't have the most impact on defense. When you think about it, what Very what true. has the right? What has the biggest impact? The ends, right? Your, your edge rushers, your Offensive corners. Line. Right. I'm just talking about defense. You know, let's just keep oh, it on well, his yeah. side of the ball, you know? Right. So he's, his position is probably the least uh, impact on, on the whole defensive side. Yep. You know, and just, I mean, I'm, I'm going to defend him a little bit. Yeah, you know, you immature, absolutely. Plus, you know what, coming up from high school and college, this yep. guy was not just the best player on the field. He was one of the so, best players Overall, yeah, anywhere, exactly. You know, in the whole league, in the whole country. Mm-hmm. So he's used, and he's used to winning just about every single game he ever played, yep. whether it's high school or then in college because he played for LSU. So now yes. he gets drafted into the Jets, where now it's just the opposite. Unfortunately, he only knows losing for for you know the most of the three years that he's been here. So that's also taking a hit, and he's on the field 
where he's not the best player anymore. Hmm. You know, yeah. now it's a whole team full of best players. Best players. And Tepic, and if you really want to get technical, he's not even the best player on his team. Mosley is. Right. He's not even the best player on his defense. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, and that's, you know, you talk about ego and everything else. I'm sure that's hitting him a little bit too, you know? I mean, and, well, he, but, right. but, but you know what, Chris? He's the one that's trying to recruit players and trying to win and, and everything else. So, right. He's doing but, the right thing. <laughs> oh, it's fine. No, no. I'm, it's it's cool. It's cool what he's cool. doing. But at yeah. the same time, you know, like you have to be a professional at the end of the day. And right. that and that to me is with him acting the way how he's acting, you know, especially against the Jazz game. I'm, we will get to that soon. Um, hmm. he, he's he's like too jumpy lately. I don't know. Like I I get it. Nobody doesn't want to lose. And now he just, doesn't. Need, you know, right I'm just saying. The past couple of days, you know, like he had a chance to talk to the GM and talk to the coach, and he refused. Exactly. But he talked to the owners so, so, today. Exactly. Right? So that's going to make Joe Douglas want to, you know, yeah. basically trade you. I don't think I listen. I, I again, I think, I think I, the one thing I, I, I will say more than anything is I think Joe, Joe Douglas is a man. He's not a child. He's not going to act like a child. And just because his kid is throwing a tantrum that he, he himself has to throw a tantrum too. You know, as being a parent, you guys know, you know, as an adult, you have to be the one to calm the situation down. You're not just because Jamal Adams is going off or having a hissy fit means that you're going to be the one to be like, oh, well, you don't want to be here. Then get out of here then, you know, because he knows that if that Jamal Adams is in house, if he could get him to buy into what the future plan is, he could be a great asset to the team. Yeah. So he won't just, oh, because the dude threw a, a, a fit, he's just going to trade him away. You know, that, that's, that's not going to happen just because of this, this whole situation. I think, I think this whole thing could be rescued. I think the, the adults in the room ha, has, have, have con- most likely confronted him multi, multiple times during the week. And, and told him to calm down and talk and talk to people and, and, and you know, you know, instead of, you know, I think, I think there was one time I, I was reading about how Bell kept kind of egging him, like telling him, Jamal, we have a meeting to go to or something like that whilst he was having that long, mm-hmm. uh, long, um, that long uh, press conference, press conference, right. you know, and this is what I'm trying to tell you. There's adults in the room that's going to say, yes. I know your feelings are hurt or whatever, but get over the damn thing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go do. Let's go do what we got to do. So I just, I, this is why I think that I don't think this is something that's irrepar- irreparable. I don't think this is something that's irreparable because I think in because I still think Jamal Adams is made of the right stuff. I think this is just this smells of a kid that has never, like Chris just said, has never really lost the way he's losing now. He's never been told that you're you're not useful and or I'm not gonna use you being here. I might just trade you so I can get something more useful to me. Meaning that in his eye, it's seen like a reduction of his usefulness, you know, and and that that hurt him, and that should not. But it takes time for players to understand the rules of the game. 
especially on the business side. It takes a long time. Like I said, you come up through high school, you come up for college, and everybody loves you and want to want to keep you. When you get to the NFL, everybody loves you, yeah, but they're looking for the next best thing. So the moment they could find something better than you, they will let your ass go. As simple as that. And until you understand the business side of football, you're going to be hurt, but hurt like he was, you know? And I think that, I think he's going to grow from this. And I still think this relationship uh, has a chance. See, that's what I, I, everything you said is right, except for I don't think, <laughs> no, no, I'm not totally disagreeing with you. I'm just disagreeing with the part that I don't think it could be, it could be fixed for this year, but I think he let the cat out of the bag by saying, yeah, I'd love to play for Dallas. I don't think he wants to be here anymore. As much as he was recruiting guys and he's a team player, and I agree, with, and I think he is. I don't think he's a bad guy on the field, but I just don't think he wants to be here anymore. I think he's done with the losing. He's frustrated with, with everything. I'm sure he's frustrated with losing. I'm frustrated with the head coach and how bad it's been and all that, and, and he probably, maybe he senses another coaching change is coming. So does he want to go through this again? You Listen know, to me. There's if, questions if, if, with the quarterback now having a couple of bad games in a row. Not to say I am, but, you know, all these things are hitting him. And then, if you know that, what? If, if Jamal Adams <clears throat> looks at the film, looked at the film last week and tried to blame the head coach on that, where his defense looked like a, a leaky faucet, uh, I think I think he needs to go back and watch the film again because basically because definitely that was a lot on on the crap play of him as him and May had a horrible yeah, game. Absolutely. So 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 listen again. Like I said, I I, be- I I highly I doubt it at this moment that it's to the point where oh he doesn't want to be here anymore. I really doubt that. I think I think yeah he had his whole you know, his moment in the sun, shouting and screaming and throwing a fit. But I think he come down to earth and understand. This is, I think, I think uh, somebody, one of the, um, one of the ESPN guys said, said something that kind of, uh, kind of uh, hit me. Um, players of, of his caliber, they understand something. You have a chance in the league to become a great player. But when you're in places like New York, you have a chance to not only be a big, a good, a great player, but you also be able to build a brand. And Jamal Adams was in, in he still could be in a situation where he could build quite a brand in New York. And building a brand in New York is something that you you not have an opportunity to do on, in almost every, any other spot than here in New York. And um, and I think he knows that. And I think uh, despite all this crap, I think they're gonna fix this. And it'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, no. Just my... I think it'll be fine until the end of the season just to get through these last eight games. But I think he's definitely getting traded. I think uh, the word is out. He wants out. I, I, that's a, I just – I sense it. I see it. You know, and, okay. and all season, you know what? He's been liking tweets that have been talking, like, negatively about the offense – and even previous, before this year, the first two years with Bowles, Bowles has had to calm him down, supposedly a little bit, because he just, he's just, like, he's just immature right now. He, I'm, I know he wants to be a leader, and I think on the field, when, he's, when he gets on, 
when he gets on the field, he's an absolute leader on the field. Absolute. He's one of the best players at his position, no doubt. But at this point, I, I don't think he wants to be here anymore. It's just a combination of... I guess I'm the of, only one that believes that then. I, I, I just think, <laughs> no, I'm sure... No, no. I Because I, I kind of feel that way too, but I feel more the other way that I think it's the cat's already out of the bag kind of. And he's like, he's been hinting little by little and something like this is just making it say, listen, I want out of here. But he could, if he really wanted to get, this is what bothers me the most. If you want to get out, I have no problem because I totally understand from his point of view or any player that wants to get out of this mess. Because right now you can see the Jets are just a mess. You know, top to bottom, they're just a mess with all the injuries, coaching, whatever you want to, whatever you want to point the finger at, they're a mess right now. So I could understand a player wanting to not want to be here anymore. So I and totally respect that part. If, if he says, listen, I want out. Like if he went to the GM and said, Joe, listen, I, I, I can't take this anymore. Please trade me. Or if you want, I'll finish up the season and we'll, we'll talk about it at, at the end of the season. But I just really, I'm not happy anymore. But can, that's not what that. he said. That's not what he right. said to Joe. Right. When right. he spoke to him, he said to him that he wants to be here. And Joe's like, yeah, we want to make you a cornerstone of this team. That's right. what he was bellowing about the other day, that, that then he went behind his back when, when in truth, he didn't. Joe Douglas <laughs> did no such thing. No. People Just called and said, hey, man, uh, I see you have this great-ass horse in the corner over there. Uh, I'll give you $2. And, the, and Joe was like, uh, no, dude, nah. Yeah, here's a, here's a good it. example, too. If, let's just say, if Joe did put out an email or a text or however they do it and announce it to the league and say, listen, we're shopping Jamal Adams, don't you think more than two teams would have made that call? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, dude. to me, common sense says that he did not make a call to say he's out there. You know, There's enough teams in the league that have issues at safety that are pretty good teams that would want a guy like that in their locker room. So that, that goes without saying. So, so again, like I said, I think, I think, I think he is settling down a little bit after his little fit, you know, he, he's settling down from it. Um, um, he's going to conversate with the coach. He's going to conversate with the GM. I think that's going to help him settle down even more. Um, uh, I think a lot of the players around him has spoken to him enough. I think that's going to help him settle down even more. But again, like I said, um, and like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. That, this is the last thing I'm gonna. What Le'Veon Bell said on his video was the was the was it for me. You know, if you come into a situation as an NFL player and not and you can't understand that becoming a great organization takes time it's a process so you're gonna go through trials you can't just come in and and all of a sudden win a bunch of games and become the best in the nfl that never happens it takes time everybody remembers when teams win the super bowl but they don't remember what it took to get there you understand me and if if he if he does not want to be part of the process fine fine Go, go find somewhere else to be. But since you're here, you have to be part of it. Le'Veon Bell, the guy that everybody was kicking and talking crap about in the preseason, which I just did not understand where it was coming from in the first place, has been the better leader. He's saying, 
everybody calm down and take, let's take a time, you know, and understand that this is a process. And, and, and the guy that's supposed to be the quote unquote leader is the one throwing a fit. This kid needs to grow up, you know, for this process to move forward, he needs to grow up. And, and the one thing I will agree with you guys that if the GM thinks that he's not going to grow up and he's going to be dealing with this year in and year out, yes, it's best to move him for move him than, than keep him. But in, in this situation, I think it's still something that is not irreparable and could be fixed. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, you can't stop Joe Douglas from listening to offers. Um, I felt I just felt I just felt that uh Jamal Adams did take it a little bit immaturely. I, I get it. I get it. You talk to the GM, you don't want to be traded, but at the same time, just like if you learn from Ozzy News Newsome and you know, I forgot the other GM's name. I know y'all know who it is. Howie, Howie Roseman. Roseman. Um and you learn from two best GMs and they tell you when 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 the other teams call, other GMs call, you gotta listen. It doesn't mean that he wants to shop you. The first, the first round and two second rounds is a hell of a lot of picks, in my opinion, already. So, so basically, you know, to me, it's like, like you're you're worth. You're like a diamond in the rough already. That's your worth. But he already has you in his plans. Um, so I don't know. Like to me, it's just Jamal got to get his shit together. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it wait out. My prediction is let it wait out for the eight weeks what happens from there but Jamal Adams has to talk to uh Joe Douglas like no if there's a bus about it I get it you and your feelings boo-hoo get over it get <laughs> man about it and and that's just it like that, that just that's just my opinion you know Robbie Anderson and Lee Young Bell you, is happy yeah. yep they, they happy you know they want to be a jet so, and so Robbie's, you want to be and a jet Robbie's a free Robbie. agent after this year too so he Robbie was like his contract. <laughs> he was he looked like he was happy yeah. when he's like he's like, man, after they didn't trade me, I was like, man. <laughs> yeah, so you if know. they and so if they was... happy, why you know, why is you and your feelings? Because basically Joe Douglas did not go behind your back. He, and even he said it in his press conference. I I you know, the GMs told me to listen to offers. As a GM, you have to listen to offers regardless of who, who it can be. Every good GM does that. Because you never know. What if when uh, Dallas called and said, you know what? Remember years ago, Ricky Williams hmm. uh, got <laughs> traded for an entire draft. Uh, yeah. So you never know. Yeah. What if Dallas called up and said, listen, I'll give, give you, you my entire 2020 <laughs> draft. Okay. Take him. You know what I mean? Right. And, and on top of that. Hell yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Ravens. I love, yeah. I love, I love Adams, but I'll take a whole free. Right, what? you never know, man. Just listen. An extra like, seven, you know. eight picks. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah, and now, and now, you know what? He set basically the bar. He wants a one and two twos, right? I think, or at least one and Some, a two. That's what I one saw, and two yeah. twos. Right. right. Yeah, so he set the bar. So now in the off season, he knows if anybody calls up, they're gonna have to start start with that. Well, apparently they, mm-hmm. you know, Adams got to be in Joe Douglas' plan if the rave basically the Ravens was was aggressively trying to get Adams at the last minute, moving real aggressively. And yeah. I couldn't imagine Earl Thomas and Jamal Adams in that safety because that, that is Ooh. a hell of a safety tangent. tangent. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm just saying that, Jamal, if he didn't trade you and the Ravens and Cowboys was moving so aggressively, I heard the Cowboys was giving up a first, and I think the Ravens was doing more than that 
that means that you're that you're in the Jets plan. Just calm calm down a little. It's okay. So it's okay. But um I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say last eight weeks, let's see what happens. Yeah, and let's if, see what happens. You never know. We'll see what happens because anything is possible to happen. I'm gonna, I, right all now. right, so you guys you you're on a wait and see and Charmin is saying this is gonna be fixed. And you're saying he's gone. Yeah, this off season, okay. I think so. That, that's that's right. fair enough. Um, a bottle of a bottle of single wrong. scotch. Yeah, man. A bottle no of problem. single scotch. I have no problem. <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong too because I'm right now. I'm sitting on his jersey right now. I have it on my on my chair, so I really don't want to, you know, get rid of his jersey. Correct. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, these days. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about some uh some trade deadline news. Um, dang. What 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 did happen? I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm I've been drinking a little bit, so yeah. That's all right. Not right much now, happened. So. Gordon Gordon got picked up today. Gordon by Seattle. got picked up by the Seattle. That was a good move. Wow. Any, anything else trade wise? Uh, keep Talib got uh got the yeah, he got, got traded to the Dolphins. To the that Dolphins. That was a money. That was a contract dump. The money thing, correct? Yeah. yeah. That was it because Talib himself is on the on the on the IR, yeah. so. Rams are freeing up space probably to resign Ramsey. Yeah, they're they freeing up money and space to, yeah. to, to they have yeah. to at this point. That's that the Sanu trade from this, uh, oh, yeah, Atlanta to the Patriots. Up. They needed a route runner. That's why they got rid of Josh Gordon. They yeah. feel like Sanu is gonna be the better the better guy for Brady. And that was a much needed move for Tom Brady, and I'm I'm sorry, but it was. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Any move that they make is usually the the best move possible. So yeah, right. As long as they got Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, <clears throat> they're gonna be yeah. winning. And Bill Belichick is talking about coaching over seventy. So what we fucking do? <laughs> hey, you know what? Before we talk about trades, and they remember they traded away Garoppolo right for a second round pick. Yeah. Right to San mm-hmm. Francisco. Just here, here's a little tidbit about. I I just I, I was looking at Garoppolo for a second. You know what his record is right now as a starter? <laughs> 16 and 2. That's crazy. Yeah. Just think about that, man. And they got him for a second round pick. Yeah. Second rounder. And think about it, and, like he's and, already been like he's already been groomed to be a starter. So it's not like you're drafting a guy you and you got to wait best a year game or two. On, he's uh, last ready. night. Yeah. He had his best game of the season last night against the Cardinals, which was a great game by Kyle Murphy and both. <laughs> So yeah, the funny, the funniest thing about him is that is that as smooth as he looks, like he looked last night, we were just scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. It's like this dude, this dude is like, like he, this is the reason why people thought he would replace Tom Brady. You know, it, 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 he had that kind of skill. You know, that kind of look to him. He could make all the throws. Um, a deadly accurate. His movement in the pocket is ridiculous. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's, let's go, let's go to the, uh, back into the Jets. Uh, the Jags, um, 29, 15, you already know who won. We're not even going to talk about that. What, 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 what happened that caused, that caused, uh, Minshew to have a, have a decent game? Oh my God. Yeah, I had to say his well, name because. Well, you said it earlier, right? With, uh. Adams, Adams having a bad game. Yes. Both safeties had bad games, uh, yeah. taking, taking <clears throat> wrong, taking but, bad angles to players and being right. 
taking themselves the whole, out of position. But it was the whole team because the whole team. Know, no, it the, was the whole team. Because after the defense that first had been drive, playing, nah, the, de- the defense had been playing very. The def- the Jets defense had been playing okay all season. They've actually been playing well enough. Uh, right now, they're ranked about 19th in the league. <clears throat> it's ridiculous that your team. Uh, uh, your defense is ranked 19th in the league, and then and you're and you're one and six. You know, um, uh, their defense was ranked higher before they gave up 30 something points to Gardner Minshew. Uh, um, I listen. Um, they, we don't have we don't have corners. Uh, our corners can't cover. They're in. They're they're oh. they're not disciplined. Uh, we don't have linebackers. Uh, Blake Cashman, unfortunately, unfortunately, is out for the season. Uh, another one that we've lost. You know, we lost lost Avery Williamson before the start of the season. C.J. Mosley after the first game. Uh, 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 Neville Hewitt has been injured. With that, to uh, our fifth uh, guy now, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no linebackers, and teams are taking advantage of that. All these crossing routes, all these those routes coming out of the backfield. Uh, um, a lot of undisciplined. Eyes, a lot of undisciplined uh, uh, movements by the linebackers, causing people, like Gardner Minshew to 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 you know tear you apart. I mean that that just speaks for itself right there, man. But on but also on offense, <clears throat> the fact the fact that we still don't have an answer for when teams run zero blitzes is, is uh, it's oh man. I mean I don't right I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, fine. If I have five blockers, I have I'm gonna have five in five people in protection. That means in zero blitz, meaning that there's not gonna be no safety, and they're gonna bring at least one more guys guy than I could block. Meaning they're gonna send six guys. Okay, means there's gonna be a free runner. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do teams do to answer when a team has a hot? Um, has a has a blitz has a free runner on 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 defense coming at the offense at the quarterback. Don't you, you leave do a, the running back a, to block? Right. You could do that. You could do that. But what? But on but on the zero again. It's they just keep adding because if you keep the running back in, that also will alert another linebacker or another guy on the line mm. of scrimmage to blitz too. So right. and so if so, let's say you had five and then you leave the line the running back at six. He's gonna send. He's gonna send seven, you know. So that's the that's the that's someone's got to be open doing. though. <laughs> exactly. Well, this is the issue. Nobody's not the open. problem. <laughs> the problem is not that people getting open. The problem is that the adjustment to when you get open. Because remember, if it's a blitz, the opening is like has to happen now. It can't be like two seconds. It has to happen like at point five seconds or point eight seconds. It has to happen now. That means the running, the wide receivers or the tight end has to alert to the fact that there's a zero blitz coverage coming on, and then that means I have to turn and show my numbers or my chest to the quarterback, so the quarterback could release the ball and get me the ball in space. What's happening is there's absolutely no uh, no commun- It's almost like there's no adjustments being made between the quarterback and the wide receivers or the quarterback and the tight end. Well, our tight end had a great game, actually, in um, two touchdowns. Yeah, Griffin actually uh, did he, decent. He, he definitely was trying 
to get that those hot reads oh um get himself open uh but the wide receivers have to do better they have to understand if if you lined up normally if the corners are on when if you're running uh zone uh what 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 we were just saying as you calling those blitzes there's going to be soft coverage if there's going to be soft soft coverage just run a smoke route instead of running you know instead of running towards the corner just turn just turn your hips towards the quarterback let the quarterback throw you the ball and then you could it'll end up like a wide receiver screen you know i didn't I see a when, lot of those adjustments going yeah, on i don't I, know I noticed when on. when he had the quicker passes he was more successful when he got rid of the ball the problem is but the right. problem is with this chris is that sam donald needs to understand of keeping up keeping up keeping the play alive and throwing the fucking ball away you know, it was one play. Le'Veon Bell forgot his block, and he got and he got away. Um, they was at the Jaguars thirty-five. If I uh, yes. Jaguars thirty-five, if I recall, Sam Donald got got okay. He got through. Oof, spin. Instead of throwing the ball away and giving it another chance, I think it was the first second down, if I recall. Um, mm-hmm. he just threw it straight to the defender. This cannot happen. Like, yeah, Don, this is agreed. one. This is like Donald's biggest flaw is keeping the play alive. It's no problem with that. But you need to make sure the wide right, receiver is open. Away. Right. Throw Obviously. the ball away. It's a big problem. It's a big flaw for Donald. This my mm-hmm. this my opinion. Yeah, he always his issue is that he <laughs> always feels like and 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 I think I think I plays. said that before. I said that before. I I was scared when he came back from his injury that he would have this whole feeling that I need to carry the team on my back. So that means I have to do whatever it takes. And you take all these risks. But as a quarterback, football management is your is one of the number one things you're taught. And if that means, like Davin said, keep fighting for the next play, means if you don't have this one, throw the ball out, and then we'll go second and whatever, or third and whatever, and that'll give, that'll give exactly. us another cha- shot at it. You know, and he has to be better at that. He has to be better at understanding the situation and managing the situation better. And that will come with time. I don't, again, I have seen him do this before. He spent a lot of time his rookie year throwing the ball away. It's not something that he cannot do. You know, what, what he has to understand is that, yes, the team is in your hand, but it's also a team, meaning that, it's everybody, meaning just give your play players a shot, another time, another shot at it, and somebody might get open the other time. You know, simple as that. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't look bad. I mean, they need to get rid of the whole offensive line and then just get a whole new offensive line because it's not going to work out with Bell. Right. Just not. You know what? He had nine carries. That's horrible. That was bad. Guys, yeah. yeah. That's how you I mean, know you can't trust your offensive linemen. Right. Well, I mean, but still, you gotta you gotta feed this guy the ball. And like I said, even you if you feed don't... the guy the ball, but he's not being successful because he's exactly. so used to being the patient runner and right. and, and he needs his blockers. Here's is... my thing. Even if you don't give him the ball that way, give it to him on a screen, line him up as a receiver, something. But this you know is I mean? but this you is gotta, the, you this gotta is the get issue, him the ball. Chris. And this is the issue, Chris, right? And, and again, this is not a, really an excuse for Gase because I think Gase has done a poor job at adjusting. Uh, but, but the whole Le'Veon Bell thing, you have to understand one thing. Like I was just saying, if you're, li- if you're, run- if you're a wide receiver, 
if your offensive line is struggling at blocking, a lot of the time you will ask your running back to do chip blocks or blocks. That takes him out of the game, number one. Because, again, like I was saying, Sam is only having like about half a second to throw the ball. Meaning, get, meaning getting Bell the ball is sometimes is most of the time is not an option because Bell is not is is probably looking for somebody to block or just trying to leak out. You know? Right, but that's that's if what he, you got to do. Like in Pittsburgh, he lined up as a receiver a lot. I'm not saying yeah, but he, Pittsburgh didn't have an offensive line that had an issue right, with but blocking. Then you, but then you put Powell as your running back and let him block because he's probably a better blocker anyway. No. No, Powell's not the better blocker. Than, yes, <laughs> he's, he's a, a very, very good blocker. blocker. Yes, he's a very good blocker, but he's not better right. better blocker than Bell. Right. Bell but, is a better. But he's everything. still he's still a very competent <laughs> blocker. That's oh, yeah. no, I'll say I'm that. Not, okay. I'm, of course, All right, so very leave him as your leave him as your running back and put Bell out there. So and you get mean, him the so ball. You want, so you want him uh, to see? But this is where, and I will agree. We, with we're you. down a uh, wide receiver anyway. Is, <laughs> and this is where I agree with you. I think I think I think the adjustments that Gates could do on offense uh, are few. Uh, uh, he's done a few. He has not, to me, adjusted a lot to what to what the teams have been doing. If it's go- we're going to be playing again, again, again against a team that loves to stunt and love to blitz, and if again you fail at adjusting to the answers or coming up with answers for playing a team that does the same damn thing, it's a freaking nightmare. It's going to be against you, coach. If you can't do, if you can't learn from your mistakes three weeks in a row, man, you don't deserve to be an NFL coach. As simple as that. You know, you have to have adjustments in case you can't go into a game knowing that all the, all the dolphins like to do is stunt, T-E and uh, T-E or E-T. Meaning T-E means tackle go first and second. Or E-T making end go first, tackle go second. Or linebacker tackle um, 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 stunt. There's a different, different kinds of stunt. They do all of them. Plus, they like to blitz. They like that to do that whole amoeba look where everybody's standing up and you don't know who's coming. This is all communication on the, jet, on the offensive line. You have to understand when you see who's coming, communicate that to your brothers on the line and say, this one's coming, this one's coming, this one's coming, and understand where, where you should help or where the help's coming so you know where you should be as an offensive lineman, which, which the Jets have suffered with all season. And I, and I, don't, I don't see it becoming a, being different. They're going to struggle blocking this Miami def- defense. I, I, and, and it's going to be frustrating for us again. <laughs> Listen, get, getting the ball to Le'Veon is not exactly a, a mystery because at the end of the game, Le'Veon didn't want to talk to the, the press because he's not happy with only, what, nine carries this past game. And supposedly he talked to uh, Gase this week and he cleared the air. And that was the reason why he didn't want to talk to anybody because he didn't want to say anything, you know, out of character or whatever. I get so, it, but it, when if he gets 18 carries, the results could still look the same as nine carries because of the fact of the matter is that we don't have no offensive lineman that's going to bring right, Le'Veon Bell out his game. You gotta you gotta try something because right now whatever they're doing is not working. Scoring 15 Nothing points. Nothing working, Chris. Regardless. Right. No, but 
scoring 15 points is not making it. You're not going to win a game, it's especially not. with your defense giving up a lot of yardage and, and a lot of points too. So, but, but you got to, like, like you said, you got to make adjustments. Of right? course, but at the end of it, Chris, as long as we got a terrible offensive lineman, it ain't, it's, it's, we could do A through Z, and, and it seems like ain't, ain't shit working out for us right now. As of right now, until Joe Douglas can fix, fix this mess. That's why I said Joe Douglas came in with a whole pile of dirt on him, and he needs to dig it out. That's yeah, what I'm gonna, saying. It, it's going to take time, man. This is this this is an indictment on all the years of of bad drafting that the Jets has done. And, and this is, it's all, everything has come to roost here. Every bad choice that, that the Jets have done in the, in the draft, every bad choice in free agency, it's all come to roost right here in the 2019 NFL season. <laughs> that's, that's all I can see. Um, um, that's the sad thing about it because we've had multiple of uh, um, chances to fill in those holes and we didn't. Simple as that. Yep. Yeah, uh, let's give our preview against the Dolphins. Uh, oh goodness, what 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 will it take for? Uh, I guess, I guess Gaze and Justice to I guess get a win against Mister Fist Magic since he's starting against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got to win this game. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Gaze cannot lose against Miami against a team that wants to lose. So. <laughs> I mean, Miami literally wants to lose every week. So if you lose this week, it's probably not going to be good for Gase. Like, I don't think Gase should be gone after this year because you can't really get on him too much with all the injuries this team has. I mean, we've been talking about the, the defense. The offense has had injuries too. I mean, and the offensive line is just horrendous. So you can't really blame it all on Gase. I know he should be no. making adjustments. and Yes. Yes, but – I mean, he's got, like, nothing to work with here. So, you know, and you got to remember, he didn't have uh, Donald for about three games. So, you know, but this is a game that you got to win. I mean, you got to beat Miami. We're in the second part of our schedule where a lot of these games, they should do a lot better than the first half. There should be more wins in this in this half, in this half of the season. But, and then this is the week it's got to happen. I mean, Donald has to play better. I know he's getting, like you said, a half a second to throw the ball, even less probably on some plays. But he's <laughs> got to have a better game. It just – you have to against Miami. If you if you don't win this game, then you know what? You may as well throw the rest of the year out because Miami's the worst team in the league. These two, these <laughs> two teams are basically the bottom of the league in every offensive category you can think of. Mm -hmm. If you look up the stats – Passing, rushing, <laughs> anything you could do on offense, first downs, uh, whatever, whatever uh, percentage of whatever they do, they're the they're the two worst teams on offense. Where where they where they differ is on defense. I know we've been uh, we've had all these injuries, but uh, we've uh, the Jets have played better defense than the than uh, the Dolphins do. And if you don't believe, like Chris said, that they're trying to lose every game, just uh, see uh, the 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 third down all out blitz that they they had on uh, on on against the against the Steelers with a wide receiver wide open in the middle of the field running for what was it like a thirty something yard touchdown? Mm -hmm. Like it's third and sixteen or eighteen or whatever the hell it is, and you're all out blitzing. 
And not only that, you play soft coverage on the back? Mm. Like, are you really trying to lose? I'm telling you, because I've never, ever, ever seen anybody play that kind of coverage behind an all-out blitz. The dude was so shocked that he was wide open. He practically paused for a second. <laughs> He's like, huh? What? <laughs> and then took off. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the weirdest thing. But anyway, back to what the game. Um, again, like I said, uh, I mean, it 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 to come to even make it even easier on the Jets. Uh, the the Dolphins' best corner is on IR. I mean, I mean, what else? What else? What else could you ask for? You know. They they don't have anybody to f- really fear on defense, you know. They traded away everybody. They traded away their best running back. I mean, I mean, if you can't beat that team, like Chris said, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what 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 is there to lose. <laughs> you know, the, the the Dolphins is a shell of a team. The the thing the thing that had me on on watching watching that game was the fact that they were fourteen nothing. I was. I was just staring at the screen. I couldn't understand what I was watching. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, how are they up 14? How did it even – like, what did the Steelers do? Right, let's just give them 14 points at the beginning of the game, like spotting them points, you know? Like, but Tots, The tortoise and the hare. Right, they, exactly. Yeah, let them you, you get yeah. some. <laughs> Take a mile and I'll, and I'll catch up. Yeah. Uh, and, I didn't get it, man. No, I, I don't get it either. But 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 I think this is Fitz magic. I think <laughs> – I think I think if I think this is what Fitzmagic does, man. I think for every game, fit, um, once you have him on his on your team, you're guaranteed Pro Bowl level quarterbacking for at least five minutes a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Within that wow. five minutes, he'll become like a Joe Montana type quarterback <laughs> for five minutes. He'll he will complete the most insane completions. He'll throw the most insane touchdowns or whatever. And then after that five minutes, man, that's it. I throw two t- two interceptions after that. You know, I barely com- I'll throw in incompletions here and there. I'll hit dudes off the helmet, whatever, it, whatever it is. But that's that's the Fitz magic, man. That's the magic. Wow. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words for it. What's the <laughs> prediction? <laughs> oh. oh my god, they gotta win, right? I, I they have to yeah, win, dude. Like, I and I think know. Adams, with all the, the drama this week, I think he's going to come out flying. You know, he wants to show that he's back on the team and he's going to play his butt off, I think. I think this team's going to rally together now. And uh, they, they got to pull out a win here. They, they can't lose. I mean, they got to show pride and say, we can't lose to the Dolphins. So yes. uh, I'll, I'll say they're going to win 24-17. Uh, Damn. Uh, I see 24-10, Jets. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Come on, David. Because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have no belief in, in nothing right now. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm going to no. I'm going to do the unusual and predict the tie. There you go. 14 <laughs> 14 What? <laughs> Nobody hey, wins. Listen. Hey, it's, it's, really, it's really bad. Hey. It's really bad. And I don't have no faith I, I, in, in the Jets at I, all. Hey, at least at least you have the guts to do it. I can't. <laughs> Not the shit. Somebody got to do it because they both is terrible right now. Yeah, you know? that's, that's for sure. <laughs> we don't know who the hell is going to win. 
I'll tell you mm-hmm. one thing, if the Dolphins do win, there's going to be a lot of fans over this season. And um, at the same time, I'm going to be like, okay, now we, now we, now we know where we at in the draft. Number one, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Um, before we get into our little uh, predictions, um, let's do our NFL Player of the Week. So, who y'all got? Who y'all have for Week Eight? I got uh, Mr. Cooper Cup, 220 receiving yards. You said watch out for him on the fantasy too. Yep, mm-hmm. told y'all most most receiving yards by a Rams player since 1997, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. He he um he he balled out. Uh, and then and and I want to shout out Latavius Murray for the Saints too with his with his four touchdowns from scrimmage last week. Mm-hmm. Go, go right ahead, Chris. Uh... I was, we were talking about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo earlier. He had a really big game against uh, Carolina, but that was like a team game. I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with Green Bay. That was a big win at Kansas City. I know they didn't have uh, Mahomes, but um, I'm going to definitely going to go with uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. He had a big game. Aaron Jones had a big game as well. Seven catches. Uh, yeah. 159, a couple of touchdowns. He had a big yeah, game. Yeah, he had as like well, 226 so. yards in all. Yeah, he had a lot of uh, he had 67 rushing yards. Yeah. So I'll give it to Rodgers and Jones, the Aaron uh, brothers. He said Aaron Plum. <laughs> the Aaron brothers. <laughs> Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> Um, I, th- I got two. I got two players on my list. Uh, the first one I'm going to go with is uh, Drew Brees for coming back. Um, a little Whoa. rusty in the first half, but Drew Brees came crazy. Came back smoking, just looking back to normal. Um, and then my second player is uh, from the 49ers, which is uh, Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a freaking animal, man. You telling me two two go sacks in interception? Lord Jesus, him, Nick Nick Bosa is yeah. something special. I mean, I know we yep. talked. I know we talked about him top three, top three guy or number one pick guy. But the guy is really proving himself out there and is showing for the 49ers. So, um, yeah. So salute to you, Nick Bosa, because Lord Jesus, you you something else. Him, yeah, and, his, him and his brother, and, right? One uh, defensive yeah. player of the weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yep, they did. <clears throat> yeah, Jesus. Ohio State, man. Once you mm-hmm. once you're a, once you're a, a defensive end playing for Ohio State, you're a monster. Watch out for that kid. <laughs> yeah, they got a new one coming up too. Watch right? out! Watch out for Chase Young. <laughs> yeah, he'll be, he's gonna be a big tie. Yep, they they oh, they Jesus. make them over there, man. I I know I know they don't, they're not really from there. That they just they they just do a they pretty find good. Them. <laughs> yeah, they find them from wherever <laughs> on the rock, wherever they come from, they find them. Yep. Very interesting. Uh, I don't forgot we got our uh, our trivia. So let's hit our let's hit our trivia oh, real quick. Come on, man. <laughs> I'll I'll make it nice and simple. All right. So the first question is uh, Adrian Peterson last week, number six of all time. Um, who 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 did Adrian Peter? What player did Adrian Peterson pass? Oh man, they they said it too. Yeah, I forgot. I'm trying to think of the guys in front of him. 
Mohammed. I forgot who he passed. I totally did. I forgot. Frank Gore is still in front of him, right? Or did he pass him? I think Gore is still in front of him. I don't remember. Um, wasn't, yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of a podcast, Tanisha. You on your way back? <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm so sorry. My, my I'm on the phone. My wife says she's on the way home. Uh, so the answer is uh, Ladanian Thomason. LT, oh, your man, LT. Oh, your right. guy. Oh, we, you should you should have said it with an attitude. We would figure it out. Yeah, like who did he pass? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Guess that who is... he passed? Uh, yeah, the exactly. If he said yeah, if yeah. he said it like that, I would have like it would have right. We would have got it right away. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I know who he's talking about. Oh, <laughs> well, the guys in front of him now. The guys in front of him now. I think Gore is right. In, I think Gore is next. Um, Emmett's number one. You got Peyton. You got uh, Barry Sanders. That's Frank the top Gore. three. Right. Frank Gore, I think, is fifth. And who's fourth? Um, Martin, I think. Curtis Martin is the fourth, right? Or no? In yards, Martin's right? In yards you're talking about, right? Huh? Uh, rushing yards of all yeah. time. Yeah, in yards. I think Curtis Martin is fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's, let's, all right, that's cool. So Curtis Martin, yeah, go, go, go Curtis Martin. Um, so my second question is, so, all right, name the top three players in the most receiving yards of all time. Name uh, the what? Top three, top three players in the most receiving yards of all time. All right, number one's easy. Of course, Jerry Rice is number right. one, definitely. That's right. number one. That's one. Uh, Randy Moss. No. No. Who's no. number four? Terrell Owens? Correct. Number three. Yes. Oh. Number three. You got number two left. Uh, what's his name? Um, he still plays in the league. Uh um, Fitzgerald. Correct. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Correct. And after that, the number five, shockingly, is Isaac Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot. Yeah, I, I would have forgot. Greatest show on turf. <laughs> turf. Greatest, show, Greatest on show, turf. show on turf. Yeah, man, this dude was crazy. He's the main guy over there. Yeah, I'll, he meant listen, Tory Holt. I, I would have forgot. I would have <laughs> forgot. I, I'm I'm so serious. I'm I'm so serious. I would have really forgotten. All right, so all right, this is real interesting. <clears throat> Which player has the most interceptions of all time? Oh. That's hard. Um, wow. It's a Hall of Famer, so let's, let's get to it. <laughs> um, Most intercessions of all time. I, I know cornerback, it's Cornerback Denver Broncos? No. And it's not Deion Sanders, right? No. 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 Definitely not. Damn. Corner, um, corner, corner, corner. He's not even nowhere near the top 20. Hmm. Uh, What's interception? It's a throw. It's a throwback player, but y'all will know who it is. Okay, the the Steelers. No, no. I'm not gonna know this guy. So yeah, nah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Paul Krause. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it. Yes. <laughs> Eighty-one interceptions. Damn. 
I don't know number two. I know number three. Yes, three is Rod Wilson. Seven yeah. one. It's Rod Wilson. Yeah, that makes sense. Tom yeah. Wilson is number five. Well, tied for number five, shockingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this dude is crazy. Yeah, this guy is a really ball hawk. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, my question is, it's not so bad. It's not so bad at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying. Trying to get a little okay. bit better. So let's get with our predict. Um, let's get with our um predictions. Um, let's start off with the Texans against the Jaguars. I'm gonna go Texans. Yeah, I'm gonna go Texans. By That's the way, in, today, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna take Texans wherever it is. I don't care. Yeah, that was the, in uh, England, I think. Yeah, that one's in That's England. England game. Um, mm-hmm. did you see that Demar Jackson got kicked in the eye? Yes, and still yes. threw a touchdown. <laughs> and threw a touchdown after that. He said, he said on 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 I uh, on Rich Eisen that he got when he got kicked, he actually reached up to make sure that his eye was still there, and then threw the touchdown. Really. And I think he said he didn't even know where he threw it either. Like he just—he did not know. He threw it, he threw it like, in the what area. The hell, man! <laughs> oh, dude, that kid is special. I'm yeah, going with the Texans to win. Uh, Redskins yeah. against the Bills. Bills, Bills, man. Yeah, Bills. Hey, Bills is getting too freaking lucky right now. And uh, what's his name is making his first and start. And the rookie and the rookie starting. So whoever, so fantasy guys, take Bills defense. Yeah, yeah. please take Bills defense. That's critical. Um, we got the Vikings against the Chiefs. I'm gonna go Minnesota, man. Yeah. Without Mahomes, and I'll tell you what, I'm not I, playing. Yeah, I think he's questionable. Have him questionable, but I, but I think they're gonna keep him on until after the bye. We spoke about that before. Kansas City's defense is not good nope. at all. Yeah, so they're not a, not a good right there. So yeah, I, I, I guess I'll go, go with that. Got that damn KC if Mahomes not playing. Let's move along. Um, <laughs> Bears against the Eagles. I'm gonna go I the, Eagles, the man. Eagles. Yeah, I think the Eagles could be the, the Bears. Must win for the Bears. Apart. Yeah, it's a couple guys coming back. Couple guys coming back, back, guys coming back for Philly too. Yeah, Sean yeah, Jackson's coming Deshaun back. Jackson's and, coming back. Yep. And uh, Maddox is coming back. The guy that got hurt on that uh, that game against Green Bay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he's coming back too, I believe. It's a must win for both teams, but I got the Eagles winning that game. And Trubisky is—he's—he's he's horrible. Trubisky is Trubisky. Trubisky is yeah. horrible. Garbage. Let's let's keep it Hot real. Garbage. garbage. Yes. <laughs> um, Colts against the Steelers. I like the Colts, man. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Colts. Like the Colts. Um, shout out to I uh, think I think. Start out the Fitzpatrick yeah. on the on the last game against the Dolphins too. Yeah, Minka Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. Um uh, definitely um shout out to 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 the Colts, man. That offensive line is an offensive line that's been, that has probably the most consistent uh uh kind of they've been the most consistently play um played together team um unit in the NFL for the last couple of years, I think. So I would say uh, I would say they were they were gonna give the Pittsburgh fits there, there definitely. Um, so we got the Titans against the Panthers. Mm. Uh, that's 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 actually an interesting game. Should be, you know what? What's his name? We, we left, but what's his name is playing pretty good since he's been in Anna there. Held. Yeah, that's, that offense that's what fits I said. him, right? And it fits him. And Allen is Allen is playing great for Carolina. He had a bad game last week. But so against the best defense in the league, right? <laughs> so you gotta expect Carolina to bounce back and at home. 
So I'm, I'm going to take Carolina in that game. Yeah, I'll take Carolina too. This is tough for me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I guess I'll go with Tannies. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Tannehill is a little hot, um, and 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 Tannehill is actually doing doing better than Mariota. So I think Tannehill will stay stay a little more hot. I'm gonna go with Tennessee in the, in uh, upset. Listen, that's my upset pick. Okay. Um, the Lions against the Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders at home. Uh, it's gonna be a tough game. Lions looked okay against the Giants last week. Not great, but. Um, Raiders have been up and down yes, at home. And they so. definitely was, and they definitely should have had a shot at winning against the Texans last week and didn't pull it off. And they've been Fitness. on the road for the past few weeks, right? The Raiders. Yes, they haven't been home for like a month, I think. Yeah, they. They. We remember. I remember hearing about this before the season started that they were going to be the team traveling the most uh, uh, in the NFL this season. So yeah, they're unfortunately they're going through it. They're playing pretty good, I think. I'm. I don't think, like, I, I don't think they have the best record, but you know, but yeah. they're they're they've been playing better than I thought they would. Um, yeah, they haven't uh, been home since September fifteenth because wow. yeah, that's crazy. They had a bye week, and their only other game was in uh, England. That wasn't an away game. Interesting. So, yeah. So this is their first home game in a month, a month and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with the. I'll go with the Raiders. I'll, I'll. I'll go with the Raiders in this one. Yeah, the Raiders running. Um, the Raiders running back. That kid, man. I, I love that goes, kid. Yeah, he's yeah. nasty. He's um, good. F- fantasy guys, man. That's a good matchup. The Lions are terrible against the run. Great. Um, we got Buccaneers and the Seahawks. Gotta go Seattle at home. Yeah, very. Yeah. after yeah, a tough they don't loss. lose at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They don't lose at home like that. I'll go with Seattle. To yeah, yeah. Uh, pick pick Russell Wilson on the fantasy for this game. Yeah, they got to bounce back after last week. They yeah, lost, Wilson definitely is going to have a good game. Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. Um, Browns against the Broncos. I think the Browns should win that game. Yeah, to win this game. Flacco is out, I think, for the year now? Yes. Yeah, yes, for the year. Is. So... So they're starting a rookie quarterback, another kid named Allen, actually. Um, so I'm definitely going to take the Browns in that game. If, if they don't win that game, then Baker and the boys should just stay home. If they can't beat a rookie quarterback. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to implode. If, if the Browns don't win that game, they're going to implode. That goes yeah. without saying. Exactly. They're going to implode. Exactly. Hey, what yeah, happened to uh, on Denver, the, the Drew Locke? Oh. Is he hurt? I think he is. <laughs> I I don't even know what the deal is. I think I think, I think he was. Because their their quarterback that's starting this week is Brandon Allen. I don't, who the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think he was with the Rams before okay. this year, but I thought. Okay. I guess maybe Locke is hurt. I know he was hurt early. I think he was. I think he's. I think he's still hurt. Yeah. Oh, he's on IR. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. We got the uh, Packers against the Chargers. Hmm. You would think the Chargers got to bounce back a bit. You know, they, they got to get on some kind of yeah. roll. I mean, they won a big um, game against the Bears last week. Hmm. Oh. How good are the Bears now? 
with the, exactly that's the right? question Jesus. <laughs> yes i'm going with the packers man Aaron Rodgers. i am going to with the packers too yeah Packers yeah. only got one loss all year man and you know they what they, yeah and the Chargers. you know we talk about their home field a lot that they don't really have a home field and, and they packers, just look all of us over the place yeah and packer fans they travel so you know that place is gonna be packed with packer fans so yes, yep that's gonna be like a home game for green bay so i'll take yes, green bay also uh, game of the week, Sunday night football. Uh, Patriots against the Ravens. Woo! <laughs> Man, yeah. listen. I picked against the Patriots a couple weeks ago, and okay, bite me in the ass, and I'm going to do it again. I don't care if it bit me. Ravens over the Patriots. going <laughs> to be 27-24. We'll see how good this Patriot defense really is. Um, they could contain... Jackson, uh, the I, I, one thing, the, yeah, they're the yeah. one thing they are is sound. So, uh, mm-hmm. being outside their gaps and stuff, that's not gonna happen. So, uh, they'll have to. Jackson has to has to find a way to beat them. I think they they could be had though. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that all season, but <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm gonna this go is with the, the time now. <laughs> Whenever I go against the Patriots, they always beat me. So I'm gonna say the Patriots. Maybe I'll right, so I'm actually going to pick the Ravens. Um, they played the, a great game. Defense played a great game against the Seattle team, and I feel like they can do the same thing. Marcus Peters is showing showed last week that he fixed he can fit that Ravens defense perfectly. Um, Lamar Jackson is, I guess, I'm not going to say balling. Uh, he is balling his ass off with the rushing, with the running. Um, not too much with the throw. But um, I think he'll get it done. I think Lamar Jackson going to get it done and get the win. It's going to be a very close game. Um, The last game, uh, Cowboys against the Giants, Monday night football game. Cowboys. Yeah, you got to go Dallas. Even though the Giants are home, they still got Jones. He's going to take his lumps this year for sure, so. He's going to have some big plays, but he's going to have a couple of bad plays, too. So, and I'm going to go with Dallas. Yep. Kamari Cooper for this game. Uh, Janoris Jenkins was on the <laughs> chopping block. And I don't, and I don't expect him to show I – don't, I don't expect him to really do nothing against Cooper. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick the Cowboys, too. Um, oh, yeah. Before I leave out uh, – before we leave – before we leave out, excuse me. Um, still is fine uh, – the Stones was fined for ben, uh, Big Ben's uh, injury silence. Um, they got fined for $75,000. Um, Mike Tomlin got fined for 25000 <laughs> For what? What, 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 what did they get fined? Basically, they, they didn't uh, let the league know that Ben Roethlisberger was injured mm-hmm. um, in week two, like before week two, and oh. they found out themselves. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, so it was violating the uh, NFL's injury report policy. And, uh, Damn. And, and 49ers, okay. Right. The 49ers, Kwan Alexandra is out for the season. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say that, too. That's that's going to be a that's gonna problem be for them. That's going to be tough for the defense. Yes. Yep. Test the defense out. So, yeah. I just wanted to get that out the way for a little bit. <laughs> and, that's, and that's really it. Um, Make sure y'all follow us. At Just Fans Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, NY Just Fans Podcast. We always greatly appreciate it. Um, send us feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And, um, as always, we always taking flight, and we out of here. Take flight. Take flight.